0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, and Coach is traveling this week visiting family, so I am playing single today. 18 holes, going to uh, play a quick one here. Thank you for jumping in with me. We've got the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. That's our PGA DFS focus for the week. 66 players. Smaller field and a great field. 48 of the top 50 in the world will be participating. So I'm going to try to get you ready for it. And this is not an easy course. It is par 70, 7,233 yards. That's the TPC Southwind. Uh, Lots of water. And if you look at last year's winning score, only five under from Justin Thomas. And let's start there. Let's just uh, hit quickly the last five winners. Daniel Berger back in 16. He did it again in 2017. Dustin Johnson in 18. Kepka in 19. And then JT did it last year. So uh, big names winning no big surprise since it is such a a tough field. And uh, I'd be remiss not to mention the terrific golf from last week at the Olympics. What a fun event that was. Got to watch almost all the coverage uh, and really enjoyed it with the guys not playing for money, just playing for pride and the medals. And what a finish for Xander! Hit that clutch par putt to win it by one, take home the gold. Silver medal went to Rory Sabatini after that final round 61. He is not in the field this week. And CT Pan ended up taking home the bronze. He's not in the field this week either. But man, what a finish for that uh, bronze. With the seven-man playoff, the playoff was so big they had to split it into two groups uh, in case you missed it. And there were some big names who finished tied for fourth since nobody could get a birdie there for a while. uh, And and C.T. Pan ended up outlasting Morikawa. But Morikawa in that group that tied for fourth along with Rory, Paul Casey, and Hideki, and they're all playing this week. And I think that's an important place to start with our analysis this week is what impact will it have on their performance the ones who played in the Olympics last week and I think it will be significant I mean that is a ton of travel uh, that's the the big thing here and then you're coming to a place where it's going to be hot uh, Memphis uh, the weather forecast the calling for high 80s the first couple of days low 90s the next couple so a tough transition. Uh, warm weather and then here's the other thing with an interesting dynamic where not only did they have the travel but they were focused and going all out you know birdie fest uh, trying to to get to that podium uh, but there was no money at stake and now they come here and they're guaranteed a paycheck because there's no cut 66 players no cut and so if you think about some of these guys and maybe it's late in the day on Saturday or on Sunday, they're somewhere around 20th on the leaderboard. You know, how motivated are they going to be to push to the very end versus guys who've been here in the U.S. waiting, they're rested. Uh, I, I'm i going to lean towards the guys who are rested and who are here. Um, you know, the problem is I think a lot of folks will probably go to one of the extremes where they'll completely fade the Olympians or they'll say, you know what? That's what most folks are gonna do. And so let's load up on the Olympians. Uh, I think the best approach is probably somewhere towards the middle, uh, but leaning towards the non-Olympians. So uh, that's my general approach there. Um, Talking a little bit more about this course, uh, it does, as I mentioned, have some water. The rough is not too bad, only two and a half inches uh, projected. Um, and if you look at the recent winners uh, on this course, seven of the last nine have led the field in strokes gained T to green. So that's the key statistic I zeroed in on this week. Um, and so what I want to do is touch on the, the guys who are in the top 30 in that stat for this year who are playing this week. I want to give a quick note on each one of them. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, and then hit on a couple value plays uh, before we close out the show. So starting at the top, Colin Morikawa, number one in strokes gained T degree this year. No big surprise. Amazing ball striking. Uh, he's 11,000 on DraftKings. Uh, of course, one of the guys in the Olympics. And he did finish very strong, 63 in that final round. Went after those pins, almost hold out on that uh, playoff hole uh, to win it, to win the bronze. But Uh, Ended up with a tap in and then very unlucky on the next playoff hole with C.T. Pan where he got it stuck in the bunker, plugged on the upslope of the bunker on that 18th hole, uh, came away with uh, a bogey. So uh, (laughs) Morikawa, sort of like Coach and I have talked about, you're never going to get him at good odds anymore or low prices in DFS. So he's 11,000 this week and any tournament he shows up at, he can win now that he's got his putting uh, figured out. Uh, so like with a lot of these guys, especially if they finished with a 63 last week, I wouldn't put it past him, but he's not my first pick. Kepka's next in strokes gained T degree. He's third on the season, and I do like him. He has tremendous course history here. Uh, he won it in 19, tied for second last year. And how about his last three events this year? Tied for fourth, tied for f- fifth, tied for sixth. There's no there since there is no cut, he can't miss the cut. Lately, he's either missed the cut or had a terrific finish. So he knows he's here for four rounds. I think he's going to have the mentality of I might as well try to win this thing. And you know, he loves playing events with all the other top players uh, because he feels like it's a major and you know, WGC event, big money, big points at stake. So I think he comes ready to go. And I do like Kepka this week. Can't lay fourth on the list. 9,300, 9, he tied for 35th here last year. Uh, just don't love his recent form, so he's not my favorite. Justin Thomas, 9,900. He he's a little bit dangerous for the Olympians because, to me right now, watching him, he has the mentality of really, really grinding and, and trying to win, but he's also frustrated because he just can't get there. Uh, so does he figure out here where he won last year? Maybe. Um but not my favorite payup option. Paul Casey's next, 9,000. He finished in that group, tied for fourth. Uh, again, dangerous for the Olympians because of that price. Very reasonable uh, for a guy who's been so steady. Lots of ten, top tens this year. Bryson is next. He's eighth in that stat this year, 9,500. He tied for 30th here last year. So maybe not the best course for him. And with all the stuff that's been going on with him on and off the course with the driver, the caddy, uh, not looking to invest in Bryson in, in my cash lineups. Victor Hovland is next at 9700 Fair price tag, solid at the Olympics. Uh, Sergio, here's the the first guy in the list at a value price. He's only $7,300. Uh, so he's worth considering um, for sure as a way to save and, and pay up for a couple other guys. Uh, now we head out of the top 10, we go to Rory. He's 11th on this stat and even 10,000 on DraftKings this week. Uh, much has been said and written about Rory because he went to the Olympics. He wasn't that into it, came away a big fan, uh, made a nice push to get into that, uh, playoff for the bronze. Uh, but again, you know, not my favorite pick here, uh, his other recent performances have not been good tie for 46 at the open championship. So yes, he played well last week. Um, but he's, he's in that rough back-to-back situation. Xander is 12th on the list. He's got the gold. Congratulations. Uh, oh, by the way, he was in coaches lineup on FanDuel, which was terrific. Uh, members were very happy with that. As was I DraftKings, We were solid as well. Uh, but we had Morikawa highlighted, and you know he didn't win, so that was tough. But we also had Amito Pereira as one of our locked-in plays, and he was a terrific value. Uh, certainly a guy to watch moving forward, but he's not playing this week. Uh, back to the list here. Corey Connors is 13th, and he, of course, played in the Olympics. He was top 15. Now, here's the guy. He's probably my favorite Olympian To consider this week because he's only 8100 and on a course that uh, you know favors the the strong tee to green guys. I don't know if you can get a better value for that price with that skill set. So he is in the mix for me. Will Zalatoris is next, 7900. How is he going to respond after that injury? And man, what a surprising withdrawal! Early withdrawal from the Open Championship. Uh, you know, GPP potentially, but I'm not planning to play him. I'd like to see how healthy he is and, and how he does. Tyrell Hatton, 7400 Very good price for him, but he did miss the cut at the Open Championship and the U.S. Open, so just hasn't been at his uh, the top of his game in the big events lately. Finau, 8900 Sort of in no man's land uh, for me at that price. I'd rather pay up or pay down. Hideki is next. He's 17th in this stat, 9,400. And for all the Olympians, he's the one that probably has uh, the toughest situation here because all that pressure on him, all that focus. And he was right there uh, with a, with a chance to, to take home gold. And then he had missed a couple short putts uh really faltered in the playoff so be a tough week for Hideki tough chore to try to rebound from all that so I don't plan to play him this week DJ is next at 18th uh favorite here to win 10,200 um you know former winner uh, he did miss the cut at the 3m open didn't have his uh, brother with him Uh, on the bag that week Uh, he had covid so is that enough to really explain it or excuse dj for missing the cut in an event like that i'm not sure it is i heard his interview here he did say he feels better had a good week of practice so um you know pretty solid option here given his history uh, but very expensive he does have the benefit though of, of being rested up compared to these other guys Jordan Spieth, ten thousand four hundred. Uh, here's an interesting one. I think he's going to be a little bit low owned because uh, the last couple of years here, he didn't he didn't finish very well. But we know that that was really the, the the time that he was still battling with that slump. And so I'm a little bit attracted to him because he's you know a little bit expensive, and I I do think we'll get him low owned. And we know that he finished second at the Open Championship. So he's really figured some stuff out lately. So uh, Spieth definitely in play for me. How about Mr. Lowry? He's next at 8,600. Again, good price for a ball striker like that. But he he did uh, play in the Olympics. Uh, so he's on the borderline because of that. Louis Oostazen, 22nd on this stat. You, you might think he'd be a little bit higher on that. Uh, he's 9,600 on DraftKings. And this guy basically just owns the top five lately. We know he tied for third at the Open Championship, tied for second at the 3M, just on a roll lately. So uh, Louis is squarely in play for me. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is 8,400. Another nice price for him in a field like this, but he's in that group that played in in the Olympics last week. And then last, but certainly not not least, Mr. Daniel Berger, 29th in this stat. He's 9,200. And in addition to winning here in 16 and 17, he's got pretty good form lately. The last two majors here this year, he's been in the top 10. Uh, So 9,200, really good price tag. One of my favorite plays this week. All right, let's hit on a couple value plays here. We have Phil Mickelson to discuss. He has a a very strong history here, tied for second last year. He's only 6,600 on DraftKings. The last time I remember mentioning Phil around that price tag was at the PGA championship this year. Of course he won. I think he was 6,700 that week. So again, uh GPP option when you get a guy like Phil who uh, can win an event like this, um, but he has not played well since the PGA championship in the open championship. Remember he started with an 80 in that first round 72 missed the cut. Um, just rough spot. And for the season, he's only 143rd t to green. So uh, classic fill GPP category only. Stuart sink just below him at 6,500 on DraftKings. Here's a value play. I kind of like uh, last two events here. He's had a, a tie for fourth and a tied for 10th and he's won uh you know, just last year plus playing very well. Again, much better than a $6,500 price tag. And he's 59th tee to green on the season, so much better statistically than Phil. K.H. Uh, Lee, $6,400. Uh, he was tied for sixth at the 3M, his last event. We know that he won the Byron Nelson. So, so a pretty good profile, I think, for a $6,400 player. And then Minwoo Lee, 6200 Uh, He won the Scottish Open, remember? Um, so playing pretty well here recently. Didn't do what we wanted him to do at the Open Championship, but a nice price tag there. So that is uh, the overall rundown here. And what we're going to do tonight is give out full lineups to our members. For FanDuel and Yahoo, we'll give out a cash lineup and a GPP lineup. And then on DraftKings, we'll give out the coaches clipboard with highlighted core plays and a bunch of pivots so you can fill out your lineup. Uh, and we've found that our members do like that, and uh, uh, and uh, we like building it for them. So it's a, it's a good situation. So if you would like to participate, you can sign up at DFSCoachTalk.com for whichever length of membership you'd like. You could grab the three-day pass, and since this is Wednesday... Uh, When you come in today, you will get our golf lineups tonight. You'll get our basketball lineups. We did our Olympic basketball podcast earlier today, so make sure to check that out if you haven't already. You'll get our baseball lineups tonight, and then everything else throughout the week. Whichever membership you get with us, you get all of our sports. Uh, And we do have some golf fans who like the Wednesday three-day pass because then on Friday we'll give out our weekend golf lineups as well. So DFSCoachDoc.com if you want to sign up. After you sign up, uh, we will send you an email and invite you into our Discord. And that's where we give out the lineups. Uh, So jump in tonight to get uh, as many lineups as you can. And uh, Twitter, if you have any questions, DFS Coach Talk. You can find me at Language Olympic, And you can say hello to Coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. So that'll wrap up uh, my 18 holes today in right about 18 minutes. How about that? Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. And again, check out the Hoops podcast. I really love the Olympic basketball slate tonight. Uh, And then uh, hit the alert button on YouTube and subscribe to the channel so you know when these podcasts post. And we will be back later this week for the gold medal round of Olympic Hoops. So thanks again for tuning in. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk family, I'm Andrew Hanson. We'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.